When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. My talkers, thanks for hanging out with Lori and Julia on this hump day before Christmas. And today we've got all kinds of fun stuff going on. But be sure to check out for our host on a post who is Dawn. And you could win yourself $1,000 just by registering and finding her on our website. And later on this show, we've got some Thomas Ritt tickets to give away. So pay attention for that opportunity because they are going to be some good seats to have. Let's hang out with Lori and Julia. We had people, the lady who won the Thomas Rhett tickets yesterday, she was like, her daughters were right in the car who she's giving the tickets yes. to. That was fun. That's cool. I know. Um, okay, so I just thought this was um, a great story. It's coming from a book. It's a it's a book called Tinderbox, Tinderbox, HBO's Ruthless Pursuit of New Frontiers. Okay. And so it's got all these... It'd be a book, you know, that like people who are just, you know, love media, love TV, you know, that's like Brian Stelter's book who did the morning show, which the morning show ended up right. getting. Talk about all the different behind the scenes of all the Very morning shows. Just insider. Sure. But it sounds like this guy that's uh, put together the book. He got a lot of uh, uh, great info, a lot of them from former executives at um, HBO and stuff, because. Really, when you think about, I mean, HBO, they were way, they were ahead, of everybody way else. ahead of everybody else. And they started it with the Sopranos and yep. Sex and the City. I and mean, The Wire. Yeah. yeah. But I think Sopranos might have come first. Yeah, um, okay. So, okay, so the story that they he has about, um, and it might be just one of several stories that are going to be about the Sopranos, but so G- James Gandolfini, who played Tony Soprano, signed a contract that would pay him five million per season. Okay, after the first season. Okay? How many episodes do you think were on the Sopranos? Like twelve a season? No, maybe? no more than that. Yeah, they had oh, a lot, but so, I think there were okay. only like six seasons. Okay, but more episodes. So um, then HBO, you know, doubled the salary after the third season aired in two thousand and one. So it was okay. So anyway, I guess he then wanted to go higher than that. And he was a complicated guy to deal with in the salary negotiations. But of course, he's in the driver's seat. The show is called The Sopranos and he's Tony Soprano, head of the family. I, too, would have been cocky in what I wanted my agent to get for me for money. So the only way this uh, Chris Albrecht, who's a former exec at HBO, revealed that the only way to end the negotiations would be to stop production on The Sopranos, which would have left the cast and the crew unemployed. Right. And so, out of concern for his co-workers, Gandolfini then agreed to the network's offer of $13 million per season, or basically a million, million an episode. episode. Yep. Right. That's it, where that okay. came from. Mm-hmm. And after 
following signing that contract, Gandolfini then wrote $33,000 checks for each of his co-stars. And um, he gave 16 people $33,000 because he was like, thanks for sticking by me, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, people were just like, and he gave it to like crew, mm-hmm. not maybe fellow cast. Okay. People were just like, wow, okay, thank you. So a little over half a million dollars. Yeah. Did he do that once? Yeah, did he did it to end a contract dispute because he didn't want them to shut the shows down. Right. He's like, oh, okay, if you got to do it, and there might have been a, a shutdown of a week or something, and that's what he figured out, and so he paid everybody. I like knowing that. Yeah, you no. know, I'm, I had no idea he made that much money, boy. I did not back I, then, too. At a million an episode back then, the only people that were doing that were friends. Yes. Right. And that's it. And that was off the air. And that right. was off, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it was incredible salary amount. Well, there, there's something today about The Witcher, you know, um, because the numbers have not are really, really high for The Witcher Season 2, which I know you're obsessed with. Um, and when it first started, our beautiful Superman, what's his name? Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill was making 400000 per episode. Geralt. And, and uh, there's, what are there, like eight episodes this season? Ten for eight, The Witcher? Eight. eight. So they're smaller seasons, and that's why you're seeing bigger pays on the streaming services. Mm-hmm. And so now, in 2021, he's making a million Good. per he's episode. Worth every penny. He's, and on succession, um, uh Kieran Culkin, um, Jeremy Strong, and what's that Snook girl's first name? I can't think of what it is. Mm-hmm. They make like three hundred to three hundred fifty per episode, but Brian Cox makes like four fifty per episode. Um, so they're just kind of talking about how much people are making per episode. And again, the seasons are so much shorter. Yeah. Wow, I'm Henry Cavill. No one. I mean, did you watch any of The Witcher? Yes, I got. Uh, this weekend, I put in three episodes. It's from the first season? No, second. the second. The oh, current, so yeah. you like it, too? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I love it's that fantasy. It's so great. Yeah. I yeah. must be missing something. I'm going to go back to it. Yeah, it's really... I love The Witcher. We watched four episodes. We were, like, kind of gobbling it up. Me too. And I'm like, yeah. oh, my gosh, there's only four more left, and we've waited <laughs> two years to see this. Slow <laughs> our roll. Let's go back to Lost in Space. Right. You know, <laughs> I'm loving Hawkeye. Are oh, you, that's a great show. I love Hawkeye. That's on Does Disney+. Does it have Plus. anything to do with Alan Alda's character in MASH? Not at all. Okay. It's an, it's an Avengers character, but mm-hmm. you don't need to know anything about nothing, that. Nothing, nothing. It's just good, and okay. it's with that gal. What's her name? Oh, who is in that? Do you know the gal? She looks like the gal that Aaron Rodgers is dating, but she's not her. Why? Why do? Why do you make us have these insane conversations? Because I feel like you would you. figure this out. She plays. Okay, well, that would. Let's have a Grant's clue. looking it up. Let's have a <laughs> she's clue. She's a brunette. I mean, you haven't she's given in me a one t- clue. She's in a TV show. Emily Dickinson on Apple Plus. Um, her name, Grant. Have you found it yet? I'm just seeing if you can come up. Oh, with come it. on! <laughs> I've got it. I think I got it. Laura Peterson. No. No. Uh, no. Laura Barton. No. No? All right, forget Sorry. It. Yeah, Julia. You I know what us, you're talking about. I don't show her name. You well, get us all excited, and then you just, like, ask yourself questions you can't even answer. That's, well, like, my favorite. You always say no follow Haley questions. Haley Steinfeld. There okay, it is. There it is. <laughs> God, you guys, it just was no, a little... No, you were giving us horrible clues, and she you always say... Emily Dickinson on yeah. Apple Plus. Okay, but I've never watched Emily Dickinson on Apple Plus, so that was not a good clue. You tell us no follow-up questions. That's what you say to Grant and I sometimes. Yeah. And then you give yourself a follow-up 
question. He's darling. And you can't even answer it. He's darling. And then you get mad she that Grant and I can't get your clues. Well, Grant, I expect you to be Googling. I was, and I just came. I, what I typed, we don't need to do production off air, but I typed Thank the you, wrong thing in there. Don't. All right, yeah. fine. Yeah. All right, look at the time. When we come back, oh. does your urine. What? I'm going to tell you a little bit about your urine. I hope you have the answer to the follow-up question well, that you're inevitably going to ask. All right. Okay. Is it a do or a don't? We'll be back. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right. So this is going around today. And if you find urine therapy trending, it's because an ex-model for Versace (laughs) is crediting crediting his youthful appearance on drinking his own urine, flushing it into his rectum and rubbing it onto his own skin. (laughs) What? His name is his name is Troy Casey. He was. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. He drinks it and rubs it on his rectum. Is that what you just said? That's the part that got me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, okay. And into his skin. And flushes it. And flushes it. Flushes it through his rectum Mm -hmm. and rubs it on his skin. He's 55 years old and he (laughs) maintains he's been able to keep his model looks and physiques thanks to his daily dose of his own pee. I drink my own urine every morning. I call it the hair of the dog. Um, The feeling is electric. He heard about urine therapy, which is known as Shiva... Shivambu. I, I have heard of back in 2004. Um, and so here's what he said is that the, mm. the, there's no, I went and looked it up, and where we also have heard about it is on the TV series My Strange Addiction. Yeah. And it was highlighted as a medical practice. No medical practitioners um, support this, back right. this in any way, but a lot of people believe if you use your own urine when you have cancer, the antigens from the cancer can help you fight off your cancer. Okay. It does contain antigens, but it's not true. It doesn't work. Oh. So if you just want to gross yourself out and drink your own pee, go for it. Yeah. Uh, but that's, there's nowhere to go with that. The pictures of this guy now. Does he look good? <laughs> no. He looks homely. He looks like a homeless man. He looks like a homeless man. He's yeah. got a beard down to his belly. Yeah, it long just, hair. none of this resonates. <laughs> yeah. But the headline was catchy, so I'm sorry I had to yeah. go there. No, okay. I loved it. It was great. It's, we just had to go there for that. Now, I am in this 52% of people, and I am dreading the final stage of the holiday prepar- preparations. Oh, getting the gifts put together? Mm-hmm. Wrapping. Oh, oh! I did that yesterday. Oh, I just... Yeah. Do most people hate that? Is that overwhelming? It's 52% of people say this is bottom line, the worst part. Yeah. And and that's it's why... It's the rare person who loves to I gift have, wrap. I have this friend, Tracy. Is she like an amazing an gift art. wrapper? Yeah. It's an art. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you want to... You want to to get a package from her because it looks so gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I always, you know, when the gift bags came in vogue and all that kind of stuff, I always wanted to wrap my kids' presents because I think it's more fun unwrapping a present than a gift bag. Yes, you're correct. So that's a catch-22 because I hate wrapping the presents. Right, right. So I just... But your kids are older now. They don't feel the need. Like, they don't need I don't need know. That. I still want to do it. You, yeah. Which is just stupid. Yeah. So, I, I don't, don't know. I don't like doing it. I am 100% bags and the boxes that are already yeah. pretty. Because I just love, I loved opening the tape on a box. You know, I liked a good rec- 
Wrap you can tape. You can tape a box. You could tape. Your, uh, <laughs> use tissue paper and tape the hell out of that when you put it in the bag. But like good foil, like so in the holiday yeah. cards, oh, I've been I getting. Know. I've been getting nice foil envelopes that yes. are embossed, and I'm like, oh, I just love the. My mom wraps presents, and she's got like a yeah. My mom she bought a used gift wrapping oh. caddy. Oh, I would. that has the stand oh, up. Yeah. That's what my mom gave me for Christmas was my own big thing. She's like, here you go. You'll never have to oh. ask me for anything ever again. again. And it was all this wrapping presents, bags for every occasion. Shannon wraps presents. Yeah. Like our friend and Shannon. And you've got a place oh. for the tape and the for scissors. Car, even cards. I've got a whole organizer oh. for cards for oh. every event you can think of. Oh. I don't even need to go to Hallmark. I could just go to my little thing and be like, yeah. baby shower. Boom. Yeah. Isn't it? That's nice. There's something. And like when I get, when you get nice ribbon on a present. So mm-hmm. my friend Shannon our friend from Seattle. She's like, oh, well, you know what you have to do because she was at my house. She gave me this glass baby, which is this popular glass-blown candles out of Seattle. Uh-huh. And it comes with this beautiful ribbon. And she's like, well, here's what you do with it right away. You got to fold it like this mm-hmm. and you got to put it like this and you should always have a place for it. And I'm like, uh-huh, mm-hmm. uh-huh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even put bows on the pretty boxes anymore. I used to buy oh. bows to put on the pretty boxes so it looked like I made more of an effort. Right. I don't even bother. We, oh. w- we would save them for my grandma. Yeah. Oh, same. If we dare yeah. through a bowl right. away. Oh, boy. I do. If I have nice bags, though, I'll put someone's oh. tag oh. on the tissue inside exactly. so they can use the bag again. 100%. Thank you for doing that. That yeah. is very, very 100%. Rare. But anyway. Let's keep be recycled. Right. And yeah. I think so. Everyone's like that. Now, I just wanted to let everyone know, you know, the Omicron COVID variant is out there. And I hate talking about COVID because I think it just sucks. We all do. But I've got a kid who has it mm-hmm. and um, he's not going to be able to come to Christmas mm-hmm. and he's vaccinated and everything. And it just makes me sad as an unvaccinated person. Well, that, yeah. Yeah. That, that the but I'm sadder than yeah. sad. Yeah. But so I want people to know because I've self-tested two days in a row. So there's a timing thing about when to test if you don't want your loved ones, because you can't. A lot of us are walking around there They with this one. They just said it's really sticky. So you. um the key is to take the test, the self-testing test at the right time. So when you take it, if you're going to someone's house, it's an instant test. Um, you take it before you go. You don't wait till 72 hours after you've seen people, obviously. Yeah. But what my other friend told me is like the you antigen. Like at 24 hours before you go to that well, person's house you, or you take it, it that morning? It doesn't matter. You take it that morning. But okay. the thing about the self-test is their antigen tests and they really are better if you have symptoms. You know, the PNR or PNC ones where they go up, you know, mm-hmm. that you take at the airport yeah. or other places. Mm-hmm. Those are better if you don't have symptoms. Got it. So you're asymptomatic. So you just might want to do a little research if you got some vulnerable people in your family. And because it's a buzzkill. Can you go to the drugstore? And- I went to GS. Um, what what's the name I of the place? I saw somebody at Walgreens in Highland Park carrying out a box of. Oh, yeah, I, I bought got those. Wal- I got some at Walgreens. I got this some weekend. yesterday at Walgreens, okay. but this is GS Labs. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world, and the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also does the other kind of test for the asymptomatic. If you really, really, really have someone you really want to make sure about. Um, So GS Labs, and they've got testing all over, and I did that today, and I drove up to this you know, building and yeah. they came out to the car and they shoved the crap up my nose and they did both types of tests. Yeah. I mean, all the, you know, all the morning shows had different doctors on, you know, yeah. a Shah, a yeah. G, you know, from Harvard G and the lady, yeah. Rochelle, and they're all just like, if you have someone unvaccinated, uninvite them to your house. If, because like, if you're worried about any, because the breakthrough cases are happening for people and they said it, the unvaccinated people were just going to have to get together with unvaccinated people over Christmas because an unvaccinated person, they can also get it from an asymptomatic, somebody who's boosted because this is that catchy. It's sticky, they said. Is it's that what sticky. they call it? It gets in your nose and it's sticky. And it's it sticks sticky. and it stays. And this is the new Omnicron. Yeah, yes, and we've seen a triple yes. and quadruple and Grant and I are talking. I mean, all my friends have kids who are vaccinated in New York all got it, but yeah. they got mm-hmm. it 10 days ago. Yeah, right, So they right, can right. come home. So just be careful. It's out there, people. Yeah, it is. And it is. it's happening and it's it's sad if it happens I, to you. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, like, I have had tears. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, bada, 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 bada. I'll yeah. move on to something else. Okay. Um, remember that place we used to love in um, Planet Hollywood, Earl of Sandwich? The oh, sandwich shop? still there. Oh, Earl of Sandwich. so good in so Vegas. Good. Yes. Yes, it's I've still been there. I love that place. Plus, it's affordable. Yes. yes. That's true. So, the original Earl of Sandwich, John Montagu, it lived in the 1700s, and he was a, he lived in the 1700s, and because he loved gambling so much, he didn't want to leave the table to eat, and he put, he's the inventor of the sandwich. So oh, he put yeah. two pieces of bread and put the meat crap between it, and that's how the sandwich started. Someone who didn't want to get up from the gambling yeah. table. All right, Grant, what's happening in our traffic? The three cents. Uh, for our planet right now. But point three. Yeah, point three, excuse me. Uh, but it's really, you know, I do love, I loved her, you know, the Tuesday was the Mac- Mariah Carey McDonald's t-shirt. Oh, that menu thing they came out with, right? That was, yeah. That's cool. I didn't see that because I wasn't here. Yeah, yeah, people were all excited about that. But Mariah Carey's kids and pets just made it their own. We've got it posted. Mariah, I don't know if they're in Aspen, but it's this beautiful room. And oh. she just comes in singing. And, you know, I mean, kudos to you, Mariah Carey, for writing an amazing song. You know, an that's amazing a standard. song. 1994. Mm-hmm. And the video never gets old. It's always fun. But she comes in in like some kind of a calf tent thing and she's singing it. And then right where the chorus kind of comes in, then her kids start singing rock and uh, Morocco. Yeah, rock and Rolla. But I know that's not no, their that name. No, that isn't their name. Morocco and um, Monroe. Rock and Monroe. And the dogs all start just barking, barking and ruff, coming ruff. in. It's ruff, ruff, pretty, ruff. pretty darn. It's totally cute. Pretty I, darn cute. Mm-hmm. I can probably play it here if we want to hear can it. Can you? Okay, yeah, do, right. it, do, it, do it. I think I've got to just let me just double check. Yeah. Oh. Is you? 
Isn't that cute? And they have probably done that for years. And the kids very much know that that is like a... You know, because that's going to be their legacy. Mm-hmm. Because well, this t- is going to earn money for. <laughs> They're going to live off that for the rest for, of their for the lives. rest of their lives and stuff. And so she kind of talked about. I don't know if you guys talked about this when I was gone, but about her childhood and how Christmases were just really hard because they had no money and it was her dysfunctional family right. was just really because we know her sister tried to sue her. It was a drug. Yeah. You know, she has a very dysfunctional family and talked about how her deal was she wanted make. Christmas spectacular yeah. when she could. Well, she's done she that. she missed out on it, and she she's really... She's made it spectacular She for has herself. made it spectacular, <laughs> and that's why she always does a special, and just everything about Christmas to her is... Is that. Spectacular. It's spectacular. And speaking of spectacular, Cardi B, I just we just have to go back to this story. She loves spending money she really does like you know remember when she took her daughter out and got her the birkin bags got her like uh all Ooh, these she's one yeah mm-hmm. something like that but they love blowing money yeah, and they she do. and her cheating husband offset Lori will yeah. never let that one go because, you know who you are because he just turned 30 and i don't think he he's not done cheating on her okay? is that your that's your theory <sighs> julia when I'm, sometimes people are just womanizers or or do you call it a manizer if you're the other way around, you know, that you can't get enough of men. But <laughs> you just some people that they have a hard time. And I get the feeling, I get the sense that Offset is always going to be attracted by glitter somewhere else. Okay? I love that glitter. Wandering eyes. Glitter. Somewhere else, I just love that. Some people they can't ever give up. They, you know, they can't give up. You know, the idea of this. They, they, they don't. They're not comfortable with the same. All right, they want the strange. Fair, okay. They want the strange. They want the. They want the different. They want the strange. strange. All right. But anyway, they have you know uh, two kids now, and he turned the big three zero, and so yeah, they had this huge party, and. she he was wearing a Louis Vuitton jacket and the uh, pictures and then a huge Playboy bunny chain because remember she's doing the thing with oh Playboy. yeah 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 and she's the, like the magazine's creative director although do you call it a magazine when it's just online yeah I guess so. I guess Playboy magazine I mean, we're never gonna stop anyway she says that the two million dollar check for Offset is seed money for some big business adventures that he is coming up in twenty twenty two. So she gave him in a very public way. Are they married? Uh, yes, they are married. Okay. Yeah, remember when she was going to file for a divorce yeah, after he right. cheated on her with that's right. the first baby? That's right, that's right, that's right. Yes, yes, they're very married. And um, so she says that it's for for seed money for him. For business adventures. Right. Because I don't know, I don't know if Migos, I don't know how successful that band is. Grant, do you know? I mean, not really. Not, I, I mean, it can't be that. Yeah, and and it was a sneaker themed party. Okay, now this is <laughs> he's turned thirty. Listen, but sneakers she, are and, everything. Uh, yeah, I know. People I are know. spending four hundred dollars oh, on four thousand. Well, you want to talk about sneaker yeah. collections? But but oh. yeah. he gave her what he a her? Rolls Royce after he cheated on her, and she filed for divorce. But you know, she paid for that Rolls. That's not for Migos money. I like Lori. I love that. Mm. Lori, Lori, get upset. Get well, upset. You're you know worried what? about her 
First of all, when culture finds out her mom gave $2 million for her dad to put in some business adventure that's probably going to fail and tank, <laughs> she's not going to be happy about it. But I still think that's one way to get the IRS on your booty. Oh. And maybe she's giving it to him in a public way because he's starting these businesses. And, and you know, who knows? And she so, wants people to know it's her money. I think you can gift up to like $5 million in a lifetime tax for Yeah, you can. Yeah. $5 million. So maybe, like you said, yeah, we'll get, there, get the IRS on you. But yeah. like, maybe he's got some things coming up where she doesn't have to like I, support him. I, I guess <laughs> I don't trust him to make good business decisions. No. I would not. <laughs> at all. Honestly, not at all. I'm very upset for Cardi B. I do not want her showering this... May she likes him, Lori. She's not only likes him, she loves him. Julia, I know, but do not buy your man's love. Well. It is. No, no. You're I so, mean, I'm just saying. Do not buy your, your man's, man's love. love. Lesson learned today. What did we learn, class? <laughs> Money can't buy you class. And do not, do not love buy that. your anyway, man's love. Anyway, I just feel like he's a bad investment. She could have taken that $2 million and done so much more with it. But maybe she has millions and millions and two million to her it's is like uh, 200. But I don't think Cardi B is that rich yet. Maybe it's her just setting up a line like, here's your two. You screw up with this two, you're done. That's what I'm kind of, you're you done. know, wondering. This will be the last bit of money that I, I get. But I just feel like, you know, she she does love him hard. She does love him. Because she, you know, has... Taking him back a couple times when he's very publicly cheated on him. And she is worth $40 million. So, So to me, $2 million is a lot out of $40 million. I would agree. Because if you start living large like that, I mean, $2 million here, $2 million there, $2 million there. Oh, all of a sudden, you only got $2 million. Oh, Lori, honest to be. Okay. You're so funny. I like your outrage over that I one. Do. She has no outrage, but you're going to have it for him. She I'm, needs to have outrage. I just, I, I feel so... Um, I love her. Yeah, I feel like I. She made she's so adorable. much money off of off a WAP. She will make money forever after that. Yeah, but I'm just saying it's not a Mariah Carey "All I Want for Christmas." <laughs> it's not going to be a song that brings in six million dollars every December. Every, yeah, exactly. Okay, once it's you got your fill that. of that one, you kind of got your fill. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's oh. uh, you know, so be outraged about the next Bachelor. Oh, Clayton? That, yeah, he's I a, did like the shady producers at The Bachelor had him read mean tweets about himself. That was pretty funny. Yeah, I. no one's excited about him. Well, because he was on Michelle's season, and he was kicked off. He was a Viking. He came here to Minnesota. He made the cut to come to Minnesota. Right, but there were like seven other. He was the eighth guy. Yeah, we don't like him. And and usually they pick somebody who was kicked off the last four or, you know, the, the down to the final four. He was in the final eight, so nobody really remembers him except he's a good-looking guy with kind of a Shrek-like head. Or sort a of Dudley a, Do-Right is what you describe A Dudley Do-Right. That's he's a Dudley Do-Right. Like, yeah. And for people who don't know who that is... Um, a cartoon character, a cartoon Boris character. and Natasha. Yeah, mm-hmm. from the 50s or yeah. 60s. 60s Sorry. 70s. I think it's still out there, Julia. It but might be. Anyway, I did like that he read the mean tweets, and so I was like, yeah. well, I'm totally going to watch He had it. a good personality, but he he's did. just not hot. He's not hot. Yeah, yeah. I think he, he had could... a good personality, but he's not I would have liked to have seen Brandon. Oh, they made the decision Brandon. too early with I think this so, guy. too. But I think they needed to get filming because they want a bachelor on every other week. Oh my gosh. I think it does that's start a, again. It, it starts right fatigue. away. No, they are filming this twenty four seven. Well, we'll only have we'll have a bachelor, a bachelorette a bachelorette 
Bachelor in Paradise. It'll go back to the regular. You think so, Laurie? Yeah, I do think so. He's dictating. ABC, if you're listening, <laughs> Laurie's got some programming ideas for you. I know. How about Beyonce's mom doing a Facebook watch? I had that for you yesterday. Yeah. Taking a page out of Jada Pinkett's. It's called Talks with Mama Tina, but she is a celebrity guest list that is very impressive. Here's who it is. Zendaya. Mm-hmm. Kelly Rowland. Mm-hmm. Who's a dead ringer for Donna Summer? There's yes, a young is. Donna Summer They're picture. Totally, the, Lori, you are so right. She could be Donna she, Summer course, in a biopic. Yeah, she could. From Destiny's Child. Kevin Hart, Tiffany Haddish, Sierra, um, uh, Pauletta Washington, which is Denzel's wife. Oh, she I like rarely that. does yeah. interviews. John David Washington, and then Marseille Martin, the she plays the youngest girl on Blackish. How about She's so cute. Blackish is so good. Oh, about, that shows. That and show- the Wonder Years is fabulous. It is. I've it never is watched so that. It's so good, yet. narrated by Don Cheadle. It is so heartwarming. And I have not checked that one out it, yet. It, I watched the original and yeah, still watch it to this day. Then you would like it because it is still to the tune okay. the, the, of the 60s, the late 60s, 68. And the music 60s. is really great. That's what made the first one so beautiful yeah. was when that narration would come on to some classic rock with some vintage footage of whatever was happening at the time. And a good oh. lesson that, you know, the kid has learned. It's really, it's wonderful. I have to watch They've that. done a good job of that. So anyway, that that starts on Facebook. Uh, watch, which we're not going to watch it, but we're going to watch the outtakes from it that are on all the entertainment shows is how we're going to watch it. But I guess everybody's <laughs> going to get to eat gumbo. She's very famous for her gumbo. You're going to sit at I her kitchen table. I actually was going to, one of my kids requested I make that for them. Gumbo? I used to work at a place that had amazing gumbo and chiapino, and I like that food. Mm-hmm. Yum. Yeah, it is good. Yum. So anyway, all right, listen, we come back. We're going to Hollywood speak. Um, we're going to Hollywood speak what this woman has to say about their breakup. What is the meaning of this? Oh, and Jason Oppenheim, her boss on Selling Sunset, they dated for a whole five months, and she put a lengthy statement out on Instagram about their split. And um, here's what she says. Jason was and is my best friend. And other than our ideas for family, ultimately not aligned. Men have the luxury of time that women don't, and that's just the way it goes. And that's flat-out truth. What is she saying, She's saying her clock is ticking, and he's not on the same timeline as I am. If he even wants any. If he even wants kids. And her clock is really ticking because it's 40, and maybe she froze her eggs. Maybe she did, but, you know, you still have to to have Yep. She's ready to have them because, you know... You're 40 years old. old, You're six... As a woman, unfortunately, you do have to move. You got to move. Well, because your body, if you wanted to carry it yourself or whatever, I mean, it takes you have to have a younger body. Men, we see guys being dad, first time dads in the 60s. They don't care. Don't forget Tony Randolph was 75 when he impregnated his almost died. I mean, forget 25 year old bride. You know, David Letterman was 60. Yeah. I mean, so people, it for men, it is just not a big deal. But then you are then an old dad. Yep. Yeah, so, or an I old feel like mom, and yeah. I kind of you know. Remember when Adrian Barbo at like fifty two had twins? Twins, I know it. And we were like, wow. Yeah, I, you know, I I don't know. It, it, you just know what you know, or whatever. But I just looking at people that I've known and the ages that people have had their children. It does seem like like the the. Like people who've like had a kid at like forty eight or 
I mean, you know, they're they're they like they're tied down. They don't get the bleep at fifties. Well, that's because they already have the bleep at thirties and twenties. Maybe 20s. But you don't get a bleep it as much in your thirties because you don't have as much money or wisdom. I'm just saying it yeah. delays all that. I You're tied like, down. You're yeah. tied down. And like she's like, she knows she wants to have kids. Yeah. And she's like, I don't have time to date somebody who's, who's not, not interested. Yeah. But at this about being the best friend. Huh. Really? Who's I was just going to say. No. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Well, they work together, Laurie. If you watch Selling Sunset, yeah, they're in the office together every yeah. day. That was a that was an interesting decision for them to make based on their working relationships. Yeah. Because... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Britney Spears' lawyer is calling, you know, her dad is trying to get her to pay his, his legal fees. $1,000 an hour attorney. Yeah. It's the most ridiculous thing I've heard of, but of course he is. <laughs> okay. And so Matthew Rosengart, the guy who got Britney out of the conservatorship, conservatorship yeah. that's right. He freed her from a 13 year long conservatorship and she's been spinning. And twirling and hitting that babies ever yeah. since. And but anyway, Jamie's lawyers, you know, or Jamie's asking, you know, for uh, the court for Brittany to keep paying. Here's what he said about it. He said um, the conservatorship has been terminated. His petition is not only legally meritless; it is an abomination. I'm telling you what, they got away with so much for so many years. He's got a list, and he's checking it twice. Oh, yeah. Last week, she took down Diane Sawyer. Now she's feeling the Christmas spirit. She's not going to go back to the stuff until <laughs> after the new year. But I am here for her list, too. Oh, I agree, Laurie. Yeah, I am here for that. An abomination. You know what? Matthew Rosengart is that girl. That guy. That you guy. know, getting, getting things done. Yep. He takes... I mean, she's probably... I don't know who referred her to him, but... You know, it's interesting because you read the story in the New York Times, and I know Colleen and Bradley read the story oh, in the New York gosh. Times about the woman that was involved. Lou Taylor, yeah. who her clients are the Kardashians. She's this huge, you know, talent manager. And cutthroat beyond belief. Cutthroat beyond belief. And she gave uh, Jamie Spears, loaned him $40,000 about a week before Britney's conservatorship started. Um, started. And she's made millions. Yes, she has. Since then. Yep. Anyway, yeah, too we can't. It's too involved for Hollywood speak. Um, how about this one? I think this is um, Denise Richards realizes she was wrong to post an Instagram story where she said her coat was as good as a mask while sitting yeah. on an airplane <laughs> and posted on Instagram and said my coat and my scarf are thicker than a mask. That's right. Which is weird because you know I. She's in masks all the time. Well, you have to be in L.A. I mean, everyone, they've had a mandate. But she's an actress yeah. on yeah. set on the days yeah. of our lives. Anyway. She I'll, looked dumb. She was told she was dumb. And you're just dumb. Yeah. So all I know. I don't know why anyone would post that right 
No. All I know is that People Magazine got a frantic phone call from her publicist because they had a story that showed up this morning. And, you know, people was like, you know, uh, she it was basically a big uh, she realized she was wrong. And, you know, so she realized it wasn't the right thing to do to post the picture. In reality, she wore a mask the entire time, except when she was taking sips of water. She believes in masks and does follow the rules. So that was a panicked publicist. But again, that was such an odd choice to be on an airplane of Denise Richards to be on an airplane and pretend She's her down jacket is just as good as a mask that she puts. And I'll she outed her. I mean, she, she totally did it did. herself. Oh yeah. I'll tell you because I forgot a mask. I don't know where I was like yesterday, and I'm. Tra- I think a lot of people are trying to wear them right now because of what's going on. And I totally forgot a mask, and I'm walking in Target with my down jacket over my face, pretending I have a mask on because I'm so ashamed. A that I don't have on a mask. And, and then I didn't have a mask, and I just needed something, and I needed yeah. to get out of there. But I would no sooner post well, a picture of myself. Yeah, and right. there isn't a mask mandate, right. but I personally wanted to have one, and I you, just didn't. Right. But why you would I... You called more attention to yourself totally. by trying to pretend you're called totally. a mask. Totally. Just like she called attention totally. to but I didn't ins- post a picture of myself saying, look at me, the dummy. You know what? I blame, I kind of partially blame that uh, Aaron, Aaron, that stupid husband... Big, Wonker, and she's just can't see straight. And in all of his, you know, voodoo, voodoo. Remember, he sh- he puts air in her butt and everywhere else. Oh, he's yeah. He's one of those. He's one Sorry, of those. Grant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at Grant right now because I usually can't see him, and I'm watching Grant. He's doing something else, and he looks up, and he's like, "What?" When you what? just said that, the look on my face. What, yeah. what, are, you, what are you talking about? Well, Ju- he's a woo woo wooer. Yeah. The energy it and the oxygen, and, and, the, and he just, you know, you yeah. know, let's do. Which is great. Which is great. <laughs> Which is great for people that want it. But Lori blames him. I know. Okay. Tom Cruise <laughs> rents luxury apartment building on the beach as he plots Mission Impossible. Thirty-seven. Eight. No, eight. of course. Give these up. I mean, no, it is his. They just again. finished seven, and they're terrible. They're oh, not I, even good. No, I I know like I, I know. All right, so here's the deal. When he is he's, this is this in Clearwater? In where England. He, oh, no, in England. England. He's been over there a while because he lives there's some big Scientology yeah, mansion that they've bought for him. Listen, there that's the center, and it used to be Winston Churchill's war room. This apartment on this beach. Good for you, Tommy. I I, I at some point I really before we're off the air, Lori. This is my one wish. Nicole Kidman comes clean, Katie Holmes comes clean, and Tom Cruise comes clean. And I don't even from Scientology. I don't even mean breaks from Scientology. He just has an honest moment and reflects like Oh, he's not. That's not Scientology's thing. I know, but so maybe Honesty is not their Maybe something really tragic. I don't want anything tragic to happen, but I mean it would be interesting to have All right, at least Nicole and Katie Holmes can do us a favor. Please. Come on, or Penelope Cruz. Well, Ladies, let's talk. Let's talk. Quick, quick, get quick together. Be respectful of him. <laughs> we want the dirt. Oh my gosh! We'll tell him no one's listening. That's right. <laughs> All right, we'll get going here. All we right. got.